Welcome, everybody. It's another edition of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am TC Fontaine. It's my co-host, Malik Rips. What's up? And we are here, episode 25. Man. Do you think old podcasters and, like, radio guys will, like, hate our show? Because we don't come in like the, hey, how are you? I'm always saying something. We always saying something ignorant, like, what's up, y'all? Hey, how y'all doing? You talk like niggas. <laughs> like, That's all you had to say. Like, uh, I, I didn't want to. You trying to beat around me too. It's hard, though. It's hard. It's a real challenge. It's like a challenge, man. We're going to not curse this episode. Uh, oh, N-word don't count. So... Okay. But, I mean, it do count going forward, but that one time is not going to count. <laughs> maybe we might get more advertisers if we stop cursing, too. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, Anchor ain't sent us nothing. <laughs> they said they got, they got like, that one Anchor, like, ad, but they ain't sent us That's nothing it. since, man. Because yeah, Anchor, everybody's on Anchor now, so I'm like... It's starting to get watered down low-key. Yeah. Everybody's there. Gotta, I was. I gotta do something to stand out. Remember, we had so much fun on. It. We were just like when we first started, like when David was here and all that. Yeah, using anchor, but now it's like everybody has it. So you know, once everybody gets on it, they change the rules. But you know what? I kind of have noticed though. Like people will start podcasts and then they'll probably do like five episodes and then they stop doing it. Yeah, because everybody expect to blow up overnight. Yeah, they don't understand. It's like it's a constant grind. It's just you like put that work else. in. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Y'all say y'all opinions and then like next week it's a different topic and you say your opinion and there's only so much of saying your opinion you're going to do until people be like, oh, I ain't doing this no more. It was fun while it lasted, but I ain't doing this no more. But that's not us. Nah, we on episode 25, so. We keep it going. Yeah, I keep it. also helps. We got shit to talk about too, like, that we care about. Because I, I yeah. ain't going to hold you. Like, we did that podcast like two years ago. A lot of stuff we would talk about on there, I did not care about. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in when it's something I do like. But yeah, a lot of, we talking about Nicki Minaj, and I don't care about that shit. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> David, he hates them. Oh, yeah. He, I, talked to, I talked to Dave last night. Bro. So, so, uh, so, like a few weeks ago, so, so Power officially ended uh, this past weekend. But it's not ended. Well, well, the the first saga, at least. Yeah, that that's crazy. What continue? I don't know what they thinking of. They said they got like five other chapters after. Like, <laughs> stop, bro. Oh, but, uh, so it, it officially ended though this past weekend. Um, uh-huh. I it, it leaked I'm, like weeks ago. Yeah, I watched the leaks and. Soon as it was over, I canceled my star subscription. So like my stars have been canceled for like a week before the show ended. Right. Okay. Uh and I watched that last episode upset. Like, this is the worst damn show I ever seen. <laughs> I was like, power is a disgrace to filmmaking. And so and so like my guy David, like, you know, when David used to live here in Vegas, man, we used to watch like we used to watch power every weekend and shit together. Right. <clears throat> so like he 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 responded back to it. He was like, "Oh Lord, what what do they do now?" Because like he stopped watching after after like yeah, I know David. Angie, did. <laughs> like after, after Angie, uh, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Power, 
uh, <laughs> after Angie died two years ago. This is two years ago, so it, 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 you ain't seen it by now. Like, yeah, trust me. Like me spoiling it for you, I'm doing you a favor. You be I, like, I wasted a lot of hours and years watching this show. <laughs> Fam, trust me. If I <laughs> if I spoil anything, like thank me for it because <laughs> I've saved you a lot of time and energy. But uh, but yeah. So he just hits me up. He's like, "What happened now?" So I tell him, I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna send you these leaks. You just gotta watch it for yourself." <laughs> so like, he watches the last two episodes. Those are the ones that leaked out. And this dude hit me up ranting. <laughs> like he just sent me. He sent me like blocks of text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he get on Instagram and do the same thing. Like he had mad dots at the top Ooh. of his story on Instagram. He just about power. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I see that because he was like, I should be getting this bad over a TV show. Because like he had screenshots of our conversation like on the story too. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I yeah, told you this. This show was bad. Like I'm just watching it and I'm like, this is. Oh man, it's the worst. And then and they got uh like four other chapters coming up too. They got a power book two ghost, which is uh I don't like one, I don't think Tariq is a good character at all. And now they got him as the protagonist of this whole show. That's a problem. And then apparently they have like a Tommy and a Kanan spinoff. Yeah. Oh uh, I, I might watch I might watch the Tommy one. That was my favorite character, but they was all oh, it was just stupid turkey. Yeah, no, no, I'm that, sorry that we spent the like, first like, like five minutes talking about power, but yeah, I gotta yes, get some things yes, off my chest. Yes, I, I'm yes, kind of holding this in for the last skip like ahead, month, <laughs> <laughs> and now I can let it all out because I don't have no other medium. I'm not about to waste my time just going on a sh- like. I could I could have yeah. looked up like power podcasts and be like, man, hey, y'all need a guest to talk about this. I, I could have right. did that and then like let my stuff loose there. I don't got like I ain't about to waste my time like <laughs> going out of my way to discuss this show. This, show this is just a perfect opportunity to let it out right now. I feel it. I feel. I think. I think it was just stupid. Like when Tyreek, that last scene they were talking about. I wish everything go back before Angela got here. I'm like, first off, that's not the only problem. Right. <laughs> like, like you was robbing niggas. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you was out. You was in the street for real. You saw somebody get raped. Like it was you got your was, sister killed, man. Yeah. Like what are you talking about, bro? He done told you. But Ghost played on cold though. That was funny. I was. Hey I man, R.I.P. Ghost. That was the funniest part. Of oh yeah, the series when he when they didn't get nothing. They got nothing. Oh, Tariq had to God. go to school. Tasha ain't yeah. getting nothing. And then Tasha tried to frame the dude she was smashing. And got caught. So that let's let that be a lesson to you. If somebody like asks you for a ride somewhere and they tell you to wait in the car, like go go do something else so you have an alibi. Like go yeah. go around the corner store, you know, go get you know, a bag of chips or something. That right. Way, tell them where you was at at that time. <laughs> got free. Because it's not snitching, you it's, know what I'm saying? Like, not, I didn't do nothing. I was over here. Right. But I don't know what they was doing with me. Yeah. Like, I was, hey, so I feel him. Hey, man. She tried, to, she tried to give him some before he went to prison. Right. <laughs> the cops cool. about to be here any minute now. Yeah, she just, she just like, 
just riding. It's just oh, they hey, should be. <laughs> I'm gonna say one last thing. We can move on. This yes, is the worst show I ever seen in my life. Uh, and it used to be really good. I used to really enjoy watching the show, and then it progressively got bad. But it was—it just gets so bad. I was just curious to see how much worse the next episode would be, and I just kept watching. Yeah, those last few episodes—they could have put all four of those into one. Like they, they could have just made a movie. Honestly. I didn't want to see all, everybody part. Like, I, especially people. I—I I, I was like, I'm—I'm I'm happy they didn't make one about sex. They made one about I didn't, Angela's sister. Yeah, like we haven't seen her ever. Like, what? What? I don't care about her life. She was probably her on son. a total of six episodes in the whole series, and she get her own episode dedicated yeah. to showing what she did her whole day. And then she she messed up the pension for her sister because she, you know, big goofball. Well, yeah, she's dummy. I hate that show. Uh, so while <laughs> Power was airing, I was at NXT Live. Uh, hey. which was my first ever NXT show. I was uh, upset. NXT, <laughs> I couldn't make NXT it. comes to Vegas like once a year. And it, like yeah. for some reason, this is my first one going since I've been here. Uh I hate the I feel like a hype beast because it's like I go after NXT and it like kind of blew up a little bit. I just uh, made a conscious decision not to go the other two, three times. There's there's no such thing as hype beast in wrestling. I, I I don't think I so. believe so, and uh, we'll see a lot of those at Starcast this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I see where you're going. <laughs> yeah, those are those are true wrestling hype beasts. Like. Okay, but uh, but yeah, bro, I I, I don't want to be you know the hype beast or anything, but man, it's probably the best show I've ever been to. Like, I genuinely yeah, enjoyed myself. Um, one because I don't know what I was doing when I was purchasing the tickets, but I purchased some fire tickets on accident. Uh, yeah, you had a dope seat, too. I was trying to get a decent enough seat, but I didn't know that I was in, like, the actual VIP area of the theater. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to my seat, and I, I actually sat in the wrong area. It was, like, kind of open area at first. I sat there, and then I looked around. I didn't see my section number anywhere, so I was like, I'm in the wrong section. And so I keep walking and like, I'm walking away and it's like really secluded in the theater and there's this door and it's a VIP on it. So I open the door and I go, holla, holla. My se- man, we, <laughs> we had, we had like our own bathrooms. They had a bar, they had a lounge area outside of where you sit down at. Damn. I was like, man, this, they have TVs and stuff too. I was like, this is cool. That's fire. And so I get to the, you know, I go and sit down. <clears throat> My seat is like kind of right above the ring. So, and the stage was huge, bro. Like, I know yeah. you've seen the videos. The stage was gigantic. I think they do like concerts in there too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a concert. It's a concert yeah. theater. And, yeah. uh, but the stage was like, I, I'm looking like, they just had, they had the big screen and it, it said like NXT TakeOver next Sunday. Yeah, but yeah. this this shit was like fifteen <laughs> foot high, twenty foot high. Goodness. I was like, bro, and probably like fifty feet wide. This is a big, yeah, big screen, big stage, yeah, big stage. And then when the wrestlers come out, they look so tiny compared to the stage. I'm talking about, you know, how big the stage got to be to make some uh, a whole bunch of bodybuilders right. look small. <laughs> 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 
what's your body forget? Like, <laughs> I'm dead serious, though. Oh, this is nice. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Like, when they were doing tapings, they never, you know, did a, a pair of tapings. Like, there. I don't. I don't understand why they don't they don't record or like you know shoot some of their weekly episodes out of town. Maybe you know because they go they go or they, they I, go a lot of places. I think they have an exclusive uh, with full sale at least to shoot at least until YouTube. like April I want to say, and then I think they okay. probably go touring. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they still they still gonna be at full sale, but I think like exclusively at full sale until then, like the first six months of the TV deal. Uh, yeah, but what. Talking about that, I just because it really brought me back to that point we were just talking about before we were recording the show with the with the network and everything, and like I really think they should really bring back uh, groundbreaking on the network mm-hmm. because I think that gave us such an insight on you know when I look back at it now they had Bailey, Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte, uh, Big Cass, Enzo, like Carmel, like all this like people we see now. Bring back Swerve. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> But like I heard they was like getting upset and all that. Like these like wrestlers be thinking they like Beyonce or something. Hey, wrestlers so, got big egos. Yeah. Like when we was when we, when we was at Starcast, I seen a couple of them. I'm like, bro, you 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 all right, bro. Chill out. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, chill. It, I ain't gonna lie, it was it was the it was I'm gonna say names, man. I, I ain't gonna Go I, I ain't gonna shit on nobody or nothing. But uh Rikishi was there with his family. And like and we we was media, we was just chilling. Like yeah. they, we didn't even know we we could do interviews and stuff, bro. We messed up. Hey, it's always it's always this year, but but like Rikishi <laughs> was like they they was for real. It was like y'all y'all about to pay y'all about to pay for something or or what? <laughs> they was giving that vibe yeah. like hey, if y'all ain't gonna pay, like they didn't want to be rude, but like I could sense it. Watch there. out! <laughs> like you know, they didn't want to be rude at all. They was, it was like, don't get me wrong, it was yeah. chill. They was chill as hell. Like I can't remember. Like, I want to say it was like one of his sons, cause like I think it was one of his sons. They looked just they like are. Umaga, yeah. like yeah, just yeah. like Umaga, and um, but like they had that vibe, like hey, y'all cool and all. And like we, you know, we appreciate y'all showing we'll love. Get away from my table, like y'all ain't about to buy nothing. Y'all gotta go. Like that was the whole vibe they was giving off, and I wasn't mad at it. I was like, I feel y'all, but uh, it say with like Booker T and Mark Henry, they kind of gave you the vibes too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was so happy that I got to meet Booker T like outside of a wrestling event, yeah. where like he, he was like himself, and he was like, "What up, dog? You know how you doing?" I was Real like, "Which dog?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I, I just seen you at Starcast and all that." He was like, "Yeah, man, I, I had a good time up there." He was like, "You know what? Yeah, hey, dog, you want to take a picture?" I was like, "Hey, you think?" What? <laughs> hey, he said, it's, "It's not like he was drunk, bro." No, he was. He, I don't know what he was. I know he was. I know he was. He was. He was cool as hell. No, hey, listen, Booker Booker T got to be blazed on backstage. Like, <laughs> it's in L.A. too. So you, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm about to. I'm about to go take a stop right quick, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that dude yeah. be funny. Yeah, Booker T hilarious, man. But X Pac, X Pac was X Pac was cool as hell. That's he hopped in one of my vlogs and yeah, he he he's cool. Love, love, love Xbox. He don't remember nothing. Nah, like, we, gonna, we like, can do this for the next five years, and he won't remember nothing. <laughs> he didn't remember us from the day before, and then like <laughs> he's just like, my my brain is so fried, bro. I'm like, man, I feel you. We know your history, dog. So 
But uh, back to this NXT show, man, I had a good time. Uh, I was there solo dolo, uh, as as I am most wrestling shows. Like, most things I do by myself. Like, I, like, I go to the movies by myself a lot. Uh, I go out to wrestling shows. Because, like, sometimes people don't be wanting to go or, you know, might yeah. have other, you know, prior things. I ain't about to let that stop me from enjoying myself. So I'm going to go. experiences. Yes, I'm going to go. Like, yeah. like Angel Garza uh, beat Austin Theory. Uh, he worked as a baby face, which was kind of interesting. Um, Angel Garza? Yeah. He uh, he did a Eddie Guerrero lie, cheat, and steal spot with uh, oh. Austin Theory's manager. Uh, I don't know who it was. Uh, it's a guy that's probably still in the PC. Um, oh. But he was standing on the ring apron. And so, like, Angel Garza, like, slaps his arm real hard and then acts like he got hit. To get the ref's attention, the ref turns around and throws a dude out. <laughs> so real Eddie Guerrero-ish. But he worked as a face, like he was like, you know, having women kiss him on the cheek, ringside, and it was real fun. Um okay. Candice LeRae and Tegan Knox beat Dakota Kai and uh Jesse Kamea. Uh that was pretty short, but it was cool. Uh Damian Priest also worked as a face, which was also interesting. <laughs> Uh, he had a really good match versus Baba Tunde. And so uh probably see Baba Tunde called up soon. Um, okay. Keith Lee beat Cameron Grimes to uh, retain the North American title. Uh, Keith Lee is over as hell. Like, over. Like, this, this dude like, is uncle. really, <laughs> this dude is really, like, out here like that. Uh Jordan Devlin uh, beat Kushida for the Cruiserweight title. Um, earlier in the night, they showed Kushida and Shane Thorne backstage, which it, it looked like it was recorded at full sale. But okay. <laughs> they tried to put, play it off like it was backstage. I was like, Shane Thorne is a sleeper, too. Oh, God. But uh, He's a sleeper. I was like, those, those lockers look kind of familiar, man. It look like full sale. Uh, I've seen them on TV <laughs> all the time. Does the Palms have lockers? <laughs> I don't know. In the theater area? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Maybe. But, uh, yeah, Kushida and Shane Thorne got into a little, uh, I don't want to say altercation, but I don't know what it was. Uh, and Kushida just, like, walked away from him. It, like, Shane Thorne felt kind of insulted. Uh, so after the match, Shane Thorne runs in uh, from the crowd and attacks Kushida. And then, like, Kushida, like, they get into it. <clears throat> Kushida runs him off. And uh, <laughs> this is the funny thing. Like, so Kushida kicks Shane Thorne's shirt, and it goes into the crowd. It goes to this fan <laughs> at ringside. Uh -oh. And the fan is just like, yeah, I got a shirt. Shane Thorne snatches the shirt back. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I started dying. I wish I recorded it. That was hilarious. Uh, for the, uh, the the NXT women's title, and I'm really confused. I don't know if they're calling it the NXT title or they they just went back to calling it the women's title. Uh, anyway, uh, Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair uh, had a match. Uh, they'll be fighting this Sunday. So I was really interested uh, in this one, and I was really shocked when Rhea Ripley won clean as a whistle. And so uh, I don't know what they're gonna do on Sunday. Like, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting. And uh, and in the main event, we had a DIY and a Broserweights uh, beat the Undisputed Era. Uh, 
and at the beginning of the match, like uh Champa somehow got the NXT title and then the Broserways got the tag titles. And so Johnny Gargano like goes to ringside, points to a fan, and has the fan give him his belt. Like he had a <laughs> I don't even know what belt it was. It didn't look familiar to me. Uh but the fan goes and grabs the belt and he runs back in the ring and poses <laughs> with everybody else. So, like, <laughs> everybody had Undisputed Era's belts and then like Johnny Gargano had the fan's belt. And then uh, after the match, Undisputed Era attacks their opponents after they lost and then uh, Velveteen Dream comes out and runs them off. And then uh, Matt Riddle had a little speech at the end of the show. So uh, he ended up standing, yeah, that. standing on top of a fan's shoulders. Um, and say he will retire Brock Lesnar. Hey. Uh, all in all, yo, it was yo. a fun show, man. Matt, I enjoyed Matt from the crib. I forgot Matt Riddle was from Las Vegas. I'm like, I knew there was some reason. Yeah, I forgot too. Why? Until, he, until he said it in his speech. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, exactly. Good to be back home, bro. So it's, it's Matt Riddle's like at the top of my list of guys who I have to protect. And like I'm hearing, he's from pissing some people off. Yeah, you know he, he from he from the hometown. You gotta roll with your guy, man. He, Matt like he posed with fans for pictures for like ten minutes. His like music was just playing on a loop for like ten straight minutes. Yeah, just, like, taking pictures with fans. It was dope. I wasn't down there. I was in the balcony, so I couldn't like get a pic with him. So I just left. I'm upset that I never got to see him wrestle in the FSW. Like the few times he was out here. But that's this that honestly that's a lot of guys in FSW that were that are in there. Like yeah. Keith Lee, like was in FSW for like a couple matches. Um, Matt Riddle, yeah, Killer Cross. So uh, I'm a, I'm gonna get down there. I'm happy we got to see Killer Cross. Yeah, got, so I'm, like, I'm gonna get down there. I'm gonna get down there. Yeah, got to take a cool photo of him. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Killer Cross for uh, signing with the uh, NXT man. I think we I, I think we missed out on the last episode. So. Yeah, we did. So maybe you think they did they give him the full like, like really just go all in with him? Yeah, if they do it right, I think they can. I mean, uh, I'm talking about like I just straight see, to the NXT title. Straight to the NXT title? I don't know. You have a lot of guys in line right now with you with the Keith Lees, and you know you still got Champa Johnny Gargano down there. Uh, you know, uh, Matt Riddle, you know, Pete Dunn. Like, I really think it's been way overdue for Pete Dunn to to get that title. But it's just so – Velveteen Dream is so much down there where I don't think he could just skip to the head of the line to really be like that. Now, North American title, sure. If it was an NXT UK title, like, make let him go over there for six months and rip shit up over there. Then you bring him over here and, and like – Rip stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught myself up. I did it. And then you bring them over here. Hey, I, I think that'd be good too. Like you know, do something different. Throw it like a little different route. Like get some eyes on NXT UK also. Absolutely, man. Uh, and I, I was concerned, but he's still showing us love on, on social media. So Vince <laughs> cut the check. I, I thought just give, he, I just giving him ideas, man. Hey, I, I thought he was. Hey, no, this, this is Paul cut the check. Like this, this Triple yeah. H, like. Somebody, man. But no, I was I was a little I was I was like, man, Killer Cross about to go Hollywood on us. But no, he didn't. Shout shout to uh shout to Killer Cross, man. Like DC Young cool Fly. ass dude. Like DC Young Fly. Yeah. You want Hollywood? 
I mean, I like like I said, I, I've been a fan of a lot of a lot of you know these like celebrities for the longest before they were famous, like Young Thug, Future, Jacquees, DC Young Fly. When I first found DC Young Fly, he was a like I know him as a rapper senior. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know him as a comedian. Yeah, I knew and, I knew him from Vine, but I found out he like sung. And, and yeah, yeah, I knew. I knew. I was like, like kind of makes sense. That. He be singing a lot. Yeah, yeah, and then like he used to follow me, but like I think. He went to jail back then. Then he came out and made a new page, and he was just like, like "That's when everything blew up." So you know, it was crazy. Uh, Megan and Stallion used to follow me, like really. When she was like starting to blow up. I don't know, like you ever seen that video of her like freestyling? Like it was outside, and she was like freestyling with like the white like uh, crop top on. I think so. Yeah, like so I seen that I was like. I never watched. Well, I never watched the video. I was like, she looked good, so like I'm gonna follow back. And then I seen like she had unfollowed probably like 2018. I seen she unfollowed, and I got like I ended up blocking her. And then so like she blew up, <laughs> and I wonder like, well, I got her blocked for, and it just dawned on me. I was like, I'll be blocking people that don't follow me. Okay. Especially when I don't fuck with them. It's like, you ain't about to refollow me again and try to get me to follow back. So, like... Chingy followed me for, like, two weeks. Chingy no blocked reason. me in, like, 2011. <laughs> I bet he did. I don't even remember what I said to him. You probably said some crazy outrageous <laughs> I yeah. thought I was blocked by Lil Zane, but I'm not. So, I was kind of kind of, kind of hype over that one. I, was like, I can't be blocked by Lil Zane, bro. Uh, I don't think people remember who the hell Lil Zane is. But. If if somebody uh in Chris Cyborg's camp, I think she has our uh, YK Sports page blocked on accident, and uh, so I just want to let them know we 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 love. Chris. Yeah, anybody in Chris Cyborg's camp that listens to this, because you know Chris Cyborg be a star cast. Yeah, maybe she, you know, maybe she or somebody on her team listens to this and uh, unblock us at YK Sports two three please on Instagram. Please. Please. Yeah, man. But uh, it's been a crazy week in wrestling. Um, it was a Ring of Honor show that I didn't pay any attention to. I kind of forgot about. Uh, but on Monday, I woke up to some news that I was kind of hoping that I didn't hear. Um, WrestleMania is oh, going man. to L.A. Again, it's not coming to Vegas like hey, I was hoping. Again. So, uh, I got ridiculous. I got to be in there anyway, though. Uh, I was just hoping it would be a little easier. I kind of, I kind of was wanting to go to WrestleMania next year, regardless. But I was just hoping it was in Vegas. Um, it's in LA at the uh, SoFi Stadium where the uh, the Rams are playing. Are the Chargers playing there too, or just the Rams? I think just the Rams. Chargers need to just go back somewhere else. Yeah, it's move Chargers. Just move Chargers nobody, out of California. Nobody even knows they're there. Nobody knows they're there. I just move them out of California, just just in general. Just like move them somewhere else that's going to appreciate some football. Move right. them to London or something, dog. Like people in LA don't care about the Chargers. They rarely care know. about the Rams like that. At least the Rams got to the Super Bowl. Bro, I forgot. I'd be forgetting the Chargers are even there. I do too. Apparently, other people do too because their stadium is never full. I would, I would say now you uh, can't fill a here. thirty thousand stadium. But we get the Raiders and all they people coming, so like, and people ain't gonna I'll, care about the Raiders in a few years either. 
until until after until until uh we get an NBA team like stop bringing in these. We're never getting an here. NBA team here. I don't I don't care about the MLS. I don't care about all this other stuff. We get every type of sport except for the one we want. Hey, after the All Star Game, they never have <laughs> they never have an NBA team here. It was like, nah, fam, we can't do that again. Paul Paul George, uh, remember he freaking broke his ankle yeah. at the USA game out here. At the uh, Thomas that, Mack Center. Yeah, that's that's because it it it's such a small Thomas and Mack Center is small. That's why they have yeah, that's why they had the USA game for T Mobile now. Yeah, thank God for the T Mobile. But let's move on. Man, oh wait, but, uh, we still talking about WrestleMania, man. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, I'm interested in seeing, man, but I know it's a little bit too early. But what are some matches you would like to see? Like, who who are some Hall of Fame inductions? What are some matches you want to see? Matches that I want to see. First, uh, hold on, real quick, hold that thought. I just want to say what I what I what I want to see is huh? is is the movie parodies again. Like, I want them again. You think that would work now? Yeah, I think I think so. There's so many movies that have been made since 2005. <laughs> when was the last time they did it? Like, what movies would be good for that though? Like for them to pair, like like really do that? I would love. I'm, I know they did a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood parody on the dirt sheet uh, this past week. But I would mm-hmm. love to see that or or maybe some some sort of Tarantino because they did Pulp Fiction the first time around. So maybe they could okay. do like. Uh, Inglorious Bastards, or hmm. or Django, or Hateful Eight, something like that. Uh, one I've been on, I've I've been on a really just like parasite kick over the last few weeks. And then <laughs> ended up winning Best Picture at the Oscars, and so like I'm really hype every time I think about that movie because what well, I think it's the perfect film. Um, I don't know if it's the best I ever seen, but it's up there. It's really, really good. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, what else? I don't know. There's so many different films to choose from. La La Land, you can do that. You can do Shape okay. of Water. What about <laughs> What about Queen and Slim? <laughs> I think somebody could make it work. Uh, what's like, the name? Montez, Montez Ford and Bianca Ford. Belair could yeah. make that work. <laughs> I had to think about it all. No, there's some people on the roster who can make that work. <laughs> if not them, maybe like Jimmy Uso and Naomi, they can make it work. It, it gotta be, it gotta be black people. Like, it gotta be like, like, aside from the obvious reasons why it gotta be black people. Bad, it gotta be bad boys. You know what you're gonna do? Oh, they can have street properties do bad boys. For sure. Yeah. You can have like the bros are wasted. They still together, have them do dude, where's my car? Yeah, or some uh, Twenty One Jump Street type shit stuff. Turn it, dang it! Hey, we gonna try again next week, man. <laughs> try. <laughs> so we don't see the movie but, parodies, but continue. Like what matches? Some matches. Hall of some matches I want to see. All right, I'm sorry with the matches first. I want to see because this still hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. A six man NXT Cruiserweight ladder match at WrestleMania. Takeover is cool, but I think the WrestleMania would be great just to get guys have Leo Rush. Hey man, y'all can, have, y'all can do that this year, to be honest. Yeah. Uh Leo Rush, Isaiah Swerve Scott, uh Angel Garza, of course. Um 
Jordan, Jordan Devlin. Uh, throw Tyler Breeze in there. I mean, you know. You we, say Isaiah Swerve Scott? Yeah. Throw, throw Tyler Breeze, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, and give me some OGs too, man. Give me like, uh, I'm going to still call him Buddy. Buddy Murphy. Um, yeah. Brian Kendrick, Mustafa Ali. Some, something like that. Some like, OGs. I think that would be a great match. Like, I, I kind of hate that they kind of drifted away from that ladder match feel besides just money in the bank. I think, you know, ladder matches to me is really what made me excited for a lot of WrestleMania's, like those money in the banks, those tag team ladder matches, uh, you know, that that inter- the, uh, the IC ladder match is like, they had that on the network as one of the, like one of the top, you know, mania matches of all time or whatever. And like, so, something like that, give us, give us something. I want to see dream matches like AJ Styles and, and Matt Riddle, and you throw Finn Balor in there or something like that. You know, give it – no, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, just because of the Bullet Club connection. And that match was crazy. Like, have it for the the, – the you don't even got to be a title. Just have it. Just, just let them go. Give them a cool 15, 15 minutes for me and let them just go at it, tear up everything. Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I feel bad saying this right now, man, but give me the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Cut the check, Vince. For okay, 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 okay. In Asian Styles. <gasps> I just want to see that without having to buy 2K20 and having to do it there. You know? Sean has to grow out his hair a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, you can't have that ball. You can't be bald. Like, can't come in baldy. <laughs> like, find out what shampoo AJ Styles uses and grow your hair back. AJ Styles <laughs> like mid-40s with a whole full thick head of hair. Like, yeah. So, uh, but other than that, uh, what's a more realistic match? Um, Roman Reigns says he would like to face his cousin, The Rock. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, give me that. I- I know people will be outraged about it though, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. Hey, fam, we we don't get the Rock. Uh, the Rock's last match was against Eric Rowan. We can't have that on his oh, record. Yeah. Like, even though even though it wasn't much of a match, like technically it was his last match. We can't have that, fam. <laughs> like, no, no disrespect to Eric Rowan because Eric Rowan is dice. Like, he's dope, but you can't be the Rock's last opponent. Like, you gotta have it right. Like, the Rock's initial last opponent was John Cena. Perfect. But if 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 uh if the studios if Universal Studios allows The Rock to do it because you know Fast Fast and Furious Hobbs Hobbs and Shaw and all the other movies he does um they got another one coming probably you know Fast Nine coming out soon so shout out to John Cena and Fast Nine too uh we're gonna talk about John Cena uh later on here on the show but yeah I would like to see that um. Hall of Fame inductions, like it's it's time for the Rock to go in there for sure. Yes, it's Hollywood, like it's the Rock, like he already there. He don't got to do nothing. You just come out there and do that. Let the Rock get inducted. Uh, have Stone Cold induct him because I think that's the only person you could have. Only way to go. It makes sense. What do you think about Christian? Christian should have been in the Hall of Fame like yeah. seven, eight years ago. I think he was still yeah. competing in. But maybe like five. I think right now is the time. I mean, Edge just came back. 
not full time, but he's gonna be doing. Obviously, we know he's gonna he's gonna have a match at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Maybe they. I've been I've been hearing rumors about oh, yeah. even Christian coming back, but like Christian should definitely be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Apparently, WWE trademarked Christian, so I don't know what that's about. Christian, I love that music. You remember Christian. like in the other music he had, like the "Just Close Your Eyes." Like, oh my! I, he had the coldest. Thing just close your the original. Just close your eyes was hard, and then yeah. they remixed him when he was on ECW, and it was kind of trash. Yeah, I never know the words. So uh, WrestleMania LA next year. We in there, Malik? Man, I'm trying to, bro. I'm, I'm saving up for a house, so trying to. I'm not, so I might be in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's kind of hindering me right now. So, uh, shout out to, uh, I don't know. I just want to transition into something. I don't know. That was really awkward. I didn't do that. We will keep that in there too. I like the awkwardness. The shout out to? Yeah. I don't know what I was talking about. We will keep that in there though. <laughs> shout out to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, uh, we recording this on a Wednesday night. As you know, man, the Wednesday night wars, NXT, AEW, I watched both, uh, and this is probably the first time since both shows started that I've paid attention to AEW more. And you pissed some people off last week. I did. We, we, we'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to run down these uh, these NXT results real quick. Uh, you know, Roderick Strong and uh, Bronson Reed had a match. Uh, if you didn't watch NXT the week before, uh, Undisputed Era had attacked Bronson Reed backstage when they were looking for Tommaso Ciampa. And so uh, where that match came from, uh, Velveteen Dream trolling again uh, for the second week in a row. And uh, he has <laughs> he has uh, Roderick Strong's wife, uh, if you don't know who it is, Marina Shafir, uh, who, who was, you know, Shayna Baszler's lackey for uh, most of 2019. Yeah. And... Uh, that's Roger Strong's wife. He had her airbrushed, and he had his son airbrushed on his tights oh. as well. Yes, like this is yes. like He's I thought only heels did that. Like that's some heel stuff. But yeah, Velveteen Dream is about that life. He's a savage. Uh, we get some uh, vignettes throughout the night of the Broser Waits uh, on the road to Portland with their uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Trophy. <laughs> uh, some entertaining stuff. Uh, Dakota Kai beat Candice LeRae and then uh, tried to end Candice's life at the end of the match. And then uh, Tegan Knox ended up making a save. That match is going to be violent as hell on Sunday. I can't wait. Uh, just hopefully they give him some gimmick chairs and some gimmick tables. Yeah. We talked about so this don't. before. Uh, a lot of kendo sticks. Yeah, just yeah, keep the kendo sticks and the, you know, others, some, some lightweight items. You know, let it let it get like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Gargano beat Cameron Grimes in a really good match. Uh, that was very very fun. Uh, next week we get Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we get a uh, Jordan Devlin putting his cruiserweight title on the line versus Leo Rush, uh, who uh, won a number one contenders match versus Angel Garza tonight. Very very fun match. Uh, we get Mark Henry uh, didn't you know doing a video package hyping up Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic for the North American title this Sunday, and if uh, anybody can put you over, it's Mark Henry. 
Yes, sir. Uh, Bianca Belair made easy work of Santana Garrett. And then uh, after the match, Rhea Ripley came out. They, uh, you know, talked they mess. And uh, Bianca dropped her with the KOD. So mm. uh, even though Bianca lost clean on uh, the house show circuit this past week, she looks strong heading into Sunday. So we're going to see. Um, and the Broserweights uh, ended up uh, sneaking <laughs> into the luggage compartment of Triple H's private jet. And then uh, after that, Tommaso Ciampa cut a promo on Adam Cole inside of an auditorium. I don't know what that was about. And then uh, at the end of the match, excuse me, at, in the main event at the end of the show, Adam Cole beat Kushida. So all in all, it was a, a great episode of NXT this week. Uh, we got NXT TakeOver this Sunday. Yeah, uh, TakeOver Portland. Uh, this is the first, first pay-per-view in Portland in a while. Uh, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a, it's been a while. Um, I'm be salty about this, though. What? I'll take over Portland, get one before Vegas. I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, we had a pay-per-view more recently, though. Yeah, but I'm ready for a takeover. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get a takeover next year. Our first takeover is probably going to be ne- uh, not next year, but whenever – War, game, Vegas. war games would be nice. <laughs> that means we get Survivor Series. That, that'd be a nice little weekend. I'll take that, man. Oh, yeah. I, man, listen. I'll, I'll take that over. Over. I wouldn't take that over WrestleMania. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it'll, it'll help appease me for the time being, I would say. Uh, yeah. But this, uh, this Sunday, man, it's a – it's probably one of the best takeover card. I think it's low key is the best takeover card they've ever had. Just looking at it. Uh, I mean, we got we got Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair uh, for the women's title. Uh, I want Bianca to win this. They gonna keep it on uh, rip for obvious reasons. It's Black History Month. <laughs> um, they should just lose it on the next I'm, episode. <laughs> Hey, I'll accept that. I'll, 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 I thought that was what was going to happen with Kofi. Like, Kofi won at WrestleMania, and then he ended up facing Seth Rollins the next night for the for Bro, we would have rioted. Like, we had a riot. I would have been mad, but I would have been like, at least he got it. Like, we had a nice little reign with it. Um, I'm, still, I'm still mad he ain't never get his rematch. Okay. Soon come, soon come. <laughs> uh, Bianca Belair uh, and Rhea Ripley. Uh, I got Bianca, man. Just because I think, I think you got to do it. Man. You got to pull the trigger. She's hot. I think they just got too in deep with this Ripley and Charlotte story. So I'm going. You can add it. Bianca to it too. So maybe I mean, Bianca can, but by disqualification, maybe Charlotte comes out. Yeah. Well, they did it both attack her. So that's true. Maybe, maybe you can add her to it. Unless Charlotte comes out and attack Bianca instead of, you know, like, mind your business. Almost slipped. <laughs> mind your effing business. So, yeah. I think we might see Charlotte uh, make an appearance this Sunday. Uh, it just kind of makes sense. And yeah. if not, if if we don't see it, then Bianca Belair probably going to lose just straight up. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully, I think hopefully, Rhea is walking out with that belt. Decision. Yeah, I, 
And she gonna walk out the, with the belt regardless. I mean, you don't yeah. gotta have Bianca win the title, but she gotta win the match. Like, okay. it makes sense. Like, okay. So, uh, I know, you know, they don't really do like indecisive, you know, decisions on takeovers. It's probably the time for that. Yeah. I don't, I, I come to think about it, I don't think there's ever been like a DQ or count out on a takeover. Yeah, takeover is too precious for a count out. DQ, I can see count out. I, but, yeah, give riot. us a, no count out, but give us a DQ. Well, um, riot. That's the new thing on here. Riot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano. Oh, man, this might be. Hold on, who you got in that the... match, Malik? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh uh, man! This, this Finn Honestly, Balor's first takeover since 2016, and Finn. so when Finn Balor comes back to NXT and takes part in his wait, did he did he did he fight a takeover in War Games? I might be tripping. I think no, he did. He fought Matt Riddle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So he beat he beat Matt Riddle at Takeover War Games, uh, but Finn Balor's just been booked to be like strong as hell uh, since he's returned to NXT. He's been booked very, very well, and I can't see them having him lose to Johnny Gargano. But this is gonna be a fun match. Um, I got Finn winning. I just added uh, those three to my list this week. Uh, my protect protect at all cost list. Put throwing Leo Rush DIY just to have Champa and Gargano both on there and Finn Balor at, at the end. So yeah, I got I got I got Finn Balor winning. I mean Johnny, obviously a loss does never will never hurt his career. He's done lost so many times. It's not gonna ever hurt his career. So losing to Finn Balor, it's not gonna. He was a loser for two straight years and it, yeah. it hurt him a bit. So yeah, he's yeah he's he's just like, over one of those over guys. At this point, it's not gonna hurt him, especially since he. He kind of established himself a little bit more as a winner. Yeah. He won the North American title, won the NXT title. So he, he has more of a winning reputation now. So a loss will not hurt him in the slightest. Like I said, if his whole career was made out of losing, it's not going to hurt him. What do um, you think about those rumors of they bringing back a Balor club, like a legit Balor club? Who would be in it? Shane Thorne won. Killer Cross. Ooh. Killer Cross, Shane Thorne, Finn Balor. Not bad. It's almost it's so much for Killer Cross to do. Uh, not bad. I'm, I'm excited for that, but uh, no, I have not heard about that. But that would be dope. Yeah. Um, for the tag team titles, the undisputed era will put the belts on the line versus Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne, the Broser Weights. Hey, uh, who you got walking out with that one? Love UA UE, yeah. Hey, I can't, I can't find my uh, so so I don't know why, but I bought an undisputed era armband at the show hey, the other day. Hey, and I bought uh, I bought these. Hold on, let me let me reach one. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna turn the I'm gonna turn the camera off first. Hold on. <laughs> this man, <laughs> right. like, like the listeners can see, hey. Hey, this, this I can't Malik, see nothing, man. listeners. Honestly, I had to get these. Hey! Man. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I had to get the Velveteen Dream sunglasses. Oh, with the third eye. With the third eye, with the with the high power. Uh, <laughs> but I got my Undisputed Era armband, but I feel like this is the end for Undisputed yeah. Era as tag champs this Sunday. My, my uh, brother waits. It's just time, man. Yeah. Because you, you got a, one Undisputed Era has held tag titles for the better part of the last two years. And uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn haven't really done much on NXT as far as success goes, uh, as far as accomplishments go. So uh, it's a perfect time, man. Uh, just I'm just, I'm just scared. To the get, belts. I'm scared to get super invested into this Broserways team, just because of the way WWE does tag teams. Like, I feel like this can work and do very, very well. Hey, we but, in NXT, bro. But yeah. Just remember that you're NXT, and that should absolve any bit of worry you may have. Exactly. You know what? You're right. I, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be that guy either. I'm not trying to be that guy that uh, WWE ruins everything. Y'all, y'all, if y'all listen to the show, y'all know I'm not that guy. Yeah. But I have. But NXT does a really good job of the, you know, building their tag team. So I man. hope so. I hope so. Even I mean, recently, people- like recently, the the. As, aside from the Dusty Classic, which kind of turned things around a little bit, but I'll probably say the the women's division in 2019 and NXT suffered a lot until they went to USA, and then it kind of turned around just like at the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. And the women's division is cold now. Yeah. But the tag team division kind of fell off during that same span. But then the Dusty Classic started, and then the tag team division kind of picked up a little bit. So uh, as long as you have guys from, like, NXT UK show up here and there to NXT, tag team division is going to be all right. You know what I want to see more of? What's that? Casey Cantizaro? Oh, yeah. I, I think, Came back at the Rumble. Yeah, I think I want to see more of her. Like, I remember I've seen her. My first time seeing her was at the Rumble last year. and She was gone um, for a while. I think she was hurt. Oh yeah, she might have been hurt. Yeah, I I didn't know, but I was like, yo, I think she she has some talent, yo. Uh, she's healthy she, and, she uh, and she's back around. I would love to see her on TV more. Um, yeah. Ch- Chelsea Green is uh getting a lot of TV time recently as well. So they're starting to put. It looks like they're starting to bring guys uh, and girls up from the performance center uh, to television a lot more now. Yeah, cause Shayna's Shayna's out of here. Yeah, Shayna Shayna's out of here. Uh. But her lackey's not. Yeah, they're they're still there. Um, maybe maybe they can do something with them and uh, hopefully possibly have them contend for like the women's tag titles or something at some point. I mean, they've been here for a minute. Do something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got the brother Ruiz winning the tag titles. So. Yeah, me too. Um, and for the NXT Championship, Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Uh, puts the title on the line versus Tommaso Ciampa. This is the one I'm not sure about. Um, man, I think Adam. I think Adam Cole should retain uh, because it, it's just too soon to take the title off of him. Even though he's had it for yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> let, let me let me re, let me clarify that. Uh, even though he's had the title since like May of last year, I want to say. It's, it's uh-huh. too soon um, to take the title off him. And if you're going to crown somebody, I, I don't I don't think Tommaso Ciampa should be the one to take the belt off of Adam Cole. I think Tommaso Ciampa 
should be the one to take the belt off of who takes the belt off of Adam Cole. Okay. This year. So who could you see taking it off Adam Cole? Uh, Velveteen Dream. Hey. At, at a, not, maybe not at WrestleMania, but at TakeOver Tampa. TakeOver Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. Like, Velveteen Dream's already beefing with the Undisputed Era. Uh, name, mainly Roderick Strong, but once you get Roddy out the way, he can move on to Adam Cole. Uh, Velveteen Dream hasn't had a true shot at the NXT title. Right. Um, my memory is a little fuzzy, so I can't recall if you faced Aleister Black in 2018 or not for the title. I think so. Uh, I know they fought at a takeover. Uh, I think it was TakeOver War Games 2 or the first TakeOver War Games. I, I don't remember. I know they. I know Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream did have a match at a takeover because uh, that was around the time I started leaning towards Velveteen. Uh-huh. I wasn't a Velveteen fan at first, and so uh, during that feud with Alistair Black is when I kind of was like, "This dude's kind of all right." And they had a good match too. They had a really good match, but I can't remember if he had a, a title shot or not. So uh, this would be the perfect time to transition Velveteen Dream into a championship program. I know I know there's Finn Balor um as well. And I can't see Finn Balor not having another run with the NXT title at some point. Yeah. So you can either either you're gonna have Finn Balor going for Adam Cole, and you could do like a a face turn just for that. Or yeah. I don't know, there's so many different choices. Uh so I'm not going to get too much further into it because I feel like I'm getting exhausted and I'm just rambling. <laughs> but uh, for now, Adam Cole has to retain the championship. Uh, who you got? Uh, I don't know, bro. It's tough. Love Adam Cole. But it's just when are they going to send him up? If they're not sending him up to Mania time, then... Well, why you do you know. have to send these guys up, though? I understand, like sending Shayna up because she she already has. How long have they uh, been there? Has they been there for a year. Who? Adam Cole. Adam Cole debuted in 2017 at a SummerSlam weekend. Oh yeah, is what? What else can he do? Like, what else is he? Can he do now? At at this point, well, you can kind of say the same for Johnny Gargano and Samoa Champa. Like, what else can they do? Yeah. Cause you don't have I, to move those I think, guys. I up think there. I have I have the fear of you know, especially with Johnny Gargano. It was like I had the Sami Zayn fear for a long time, but now I feel like he he might be able to do something. But I still have I still feel me, like, I never want these guys to leave. But Johnny Gargano was the new age Sami Zayn for me because when I first started watching NXT on the network, I would see like who is this dude losing every single match <laughs> it's like sammy sammy zane was a big ass loser but he was he was beloved and i was a hater because he was a loser and then johnny gargano comes around just restoring the feeling for me it's this big loser who was beloved by the fans uh and eventually won the championship talk about somebody need to go back down to nxt sammy zane like i don't i still don't know he's not even wrestling what is he doing He's been really good as a mouthpiece, though. But I, I agree. He's, you he's, see, he's yeah. they're not going to have him wrestle, man. But then again, with Adam Cole, too, what I just thought about, 
they really pushed him this Survivor Series uh, last year. Yeah. And he's already been in front of these people. So, I mean, I I think they might pull the plug on that, where it's like, hey, remember me when I was beating everybody down and I was the top of everything? Oh, yeah, and I led our team to victory all these times? Like, yeah. Me. But do you, do you call him up or just the uh, – do you call the, him up oh, you by himself or the undisputed? You got to call the entire group. I feel like you can't split them up at this point. No, They're like the entire group. Degeneration X. Yeah. In a way. Um, you can't, no, you can't right, split right. them up, dude. No, um, don't. Because a lot of a lot of guys on Undisputed Era, let's be real, are not gonna be able to stand on their own two feet. Yeah, without Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish out. is the main one. Like I think like Kyle O'Reilly could I mean, if you keep Bobby Fish and yeah, Kyle two or five live Kyle as a tag team, it could be fine. But singles yeah. guys, especially Bobby Fish as a singles guy, is yeah, not gonna nah. really do much. Uh, Roger, I mean, they really look like, too much of a singles yeah. guys in the Indies. Yeah, so, they're yeah. they're a tag team in the Indies. Yeah, uh, Roger Strong, on the other hand, he needed, he needed the undisputed era the first go around, so I think yeah. he might be okay. Uh, yeah, he might. You keep him that singles without undisputed era. He was for a long like, time. You said what? You keep him in that singles title for a while. Yeah. For a four minute when he first get up there, and maybe he could take a shot at the at the main stage, but but who uh, you got winning the title match though, bro? Oh yeah, I, I didn't get that far. Uh, yeah, I'm giving it to Cole. I'm giving it to Adam Cole. Cole World. But if Champa wins, I don't. I, that's one of those matches. I don't care who wins. Let's. I just want to see it. Protect, protect Champa's neck though, Cole. Please. Oh yeah, just, just like like y'all did when y'all did that crazy spot off of the cage at uh at, was it War Games? <sighs> Bro, don't don't bring. I, I cringe watching that. Oh um, man, I was so scared. <laughs> uh, Dakota Kai Tegan Knox for the uh, NXT. Oh no, it's not for nothing. Uh, sorry, it's a street they, fight. They just fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's a street fight. Uh, I can't. I want to see this one so bad, dude. Just because they they've been building this, this has been brewing since before it's before War Games, yeah, uh, and it just got set off at War Games. I got um, Dakota with the dub though. Yeah, I think you got to give the because Dakota Dakota Cosmo looking really strong um, yeah. the last few weeks, and Tegan Knox I don't think has really been on TV having matches like that. Like yeah. she's been on TV because she's just been you know appearing and beating the shit out of. Us. Oh yeah, we did say we was trying to get next week. Uh beating the shit out of Dakota <laughs> Kai. I'm, uh, I'm still trying. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. I love that video so much, dude. Um <laughs> but we got we got Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Uh yeah, I got Dakota, man. She she's been looking strong um, yeah. the last few weeks. And she but maybe I don't know. Might get surprised. Tegan Knox might pull out the win. Right. You never know. Just because she hasn't she hasn't really looked strong really in this feud other than when she is brawling with Dakota Kai. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, she gotta she gotta kind of make a statement. So I think they could go with Tegan Knox. And because of that, I'm changing my pick. Okay. Tegan Knox win. Tegan Knox. And then uh for the North American Championship, Keith Lee and Dijak. Dominic Dijakovic. You think this is gonna be the main event? Uh, mm, this goes on last. No, not over, not over Adam Cole and Champa. No, 
I would take a risk. Just just knowing these guys, these guys' chemistry is just amazing to me. I, I would take that risk to throw, put them on after Cole and Champa. Depending on what you're doing with Cole and Champa, like I might I might put these guys on after. I understand it's for the North American title, and I know they rank titles and all that stuff, but I, I just think this match is something something serious. Their chemistry is, is, is crazy as is. Now you think there's, there's that, never been a bad Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic or Dijak. Now you throwing it on the takeover. Uh, yeah, I got I Keith Lee retaining though, man, just because he just won a title and it's Black History Month. Uncle Keith. And my guy Keith Lee is big over. Yes, sir. So, uh that should be fun, man. Um I gotta get used to takeovers not being on Saturdays. Yes. <laughs> that's that's gonna be an adjustment. I kind I'm kinda gonna miss it. I'm not gonna lie. Me too. Cause I love those wrestling weekends that the weekends that's just wrestling. So uh, I think right. all take I think all standalone takeovers are gonna be on Sundays now this this year. Uh, that's okay. They can host their own. All good, man. Yeah, they can. Maybe they could throw an NXT me uh NXT UK takeover on Saturdays. Maybe do do, do maybe take over UK and then that's yeah. a lot that's a lot of damn stuff to do, man. Yeah. But if anybody could pull it off, it's the E. Yes, uh, sir. Also tonight, uh, I'm gonna run down uh this this week's episode of Dynamite, and uh, I have something to say about last week's episode of Dynamite as well. You told me oh. they changed the song, and then I watched last week's episode. It wasn't changed? And it was changed. Oh, I'm going to say, I, I know what I'm saying. I haven't watched this week's episode because of the scared. song. I'm scared, man. Oh. I'm kind of They got a new man. show coming out next week, though. Really? Yeah. Uh, same time, same uh, YouTube channel. It's just not Power. It's another show. And Power is taking a break while they debut this new show, which I don't know what the new show is about. Okay. It's going to be on at the same exact time and feature it's the same people. Uh, it should be it should be interesting to see. Right, the name about. is just taking a break. <laughs> right. Uh, we just changed the name. It ain't NW Power no more. It's this new shit. It's all good. Um, for the tag team titles, uh, though, on Dynamite, we kick off uh, SCU taking on the elite Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Uh, it was a fun little match. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman won. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, Hangman had a beer. I'm still not feeling that. Yeah, he had a he had a beer with some fans ringside. Uh, Jr. had a, a sit down interview with Santana of Inner Circle, and uh, I didn't know that he could talk that well. It was really compelling. He talked, you know, talked about how Moxley poked his eye out, and then how his dad, who uh, recently passed away, was blind. Yeah, and uh, it was some touching stuff, and, and it uh, kind of made me a little bit more of a fan of Santana. Okay. Um. They show like it was a Darby Allen vignette. Uh, not sure what that was about. Uh, Dustin Rhodes uh, ended up beating Sammy Guevara. A little decent match. Dustin Rhodes, 50 years old, hitting Canadian destroyers off the top rope. Okay. Or as uh, Adam Cole likes to call it, the Panama Sunrise. <laughs> Pretty cool match. Uh, after the match, uh, you told Jake Hager, stop being a little bitch and fight in a revolution. Hop in here. Chose he said, pick. hey, 
Hey, get it here, man. You said you said you was a you were you a bum at MMA. You failed having a career in mixed martial arts, and you're failing in your career at AEW. That's exactly what he said. He said, "Get your bitch ass in the ring <laughs> at Revolution. We gonna fight. Come see me. Come get these hands, yo." Uh, Britt Baker uh, did another little interview with Tony Schiavone. I, I just uh, can't get into it. He called the she called the crowd in Austin, Texas. Chubby Whataburger faces. <laughs> and I'm I'm using that insult from now on when people try to tell me that Whataburger is better than In and Out. Preach, bro. Man, I'm, preach. I'm gonna just call everybody you chubby crazy. Whataburger face ass. You know, you know you remember, you remember Carmelo called that dude a glazed donut face on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. I'll just call everybody a chubby <laughs> Whataburger face from now on. It was I, I liked it like I think I only like Britt Baker because <laughs> she's Adam Cole's girlfriend. I try. I try. I tried that, so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me all off guard. Uh, for the uh for the women's championship, uh Nyla Rose beat Rio and Man. then uh after the match she goes backstage and Tony Khan gives her this really awkward hug and walks away. <laughs> and then she talks shit on Kenny Omega and all the other women backstage. Uh, my problem with that is that this segment took place during the commercial. It was picture in picture and we didn't hear any of it. That'd be they would that's what they I hate too because they be having their best moments in that little picture and picture. And I'm like, bro, come on. So can we can we get like the actual segment? Um or at least throw it up on the YouTube or something, like where we could actually see this. Yeah, like YouTube, y'all could have tweeted it out. I didn't see it tweeted out at all during the show after it happened. I kept checking back because I really was interested in seeing what she was saying. Um Hopefully they have some YouTube footage or something. Maybe they're gonna make us watch Being the Elite. I'm not your bro. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna have yeah. Uh, I just want to see what she was saying, bro. That's all I care about. Yeah. Uh, please, people, leave not. Please, leave not. Leave not alone, alone dude. Like, please. if you gonna criticize, you criticize the wrestling. You know, you know she ain't the best wrestler. You don't gotta talk about her personal life man come on dog uh, that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm about to say no more um chris jericho uh announces jeff cobb i have no idea who jeff cobb is everybody else seems to uh and i come to find out jeff cobb was in a uh, ring of honor which is why i didn't know about him. i was gonna say that name did sound mad familiar that makes sense why well, i didn't know about him because yeah, i haven't watched ring of honor since like 2007 yeah, we gotta really have a theme song battle. Like the we the '90s had some theme songs, mid 2000s has a theme, but we got some theme songs right now. What should we? Let's talk about this later. We, we, yeah, we, next, week, next week, next week, <laughs> next week, next week, next uh, week. MJF beat Jungle Boy. Uh, I was not paying attention to that match because uh, I don't know what I was doing. I started doing something else, and it was just on in the background. Um. And then I seen like Wardlow like attack Jungle Boy after the match. Yeah. Uh, we got a Hangman Page. 
and uh, Kenny Omega will uh, put the titles on the line against the Lucha Bros. And then there's also a tag team battle royal to determine the number one contender. Uh, John Moxley and Jeff Cobb next week. Uh, and in the main event, we got Cody and Wardlow in the steel cage. It's one of those uh, Cody Rose provisions that we have to deal with. And uh, we're going to talk about another one of those provisions here in a second. Uh, but let me wrap up this show. Uh, in our main event, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, before that, our, our main event, we had a promo from Pac. And uh, we got Pac and Kenny Omega in an Iron Man match in two weeks. That should be fun. Okay. I might have to give that my undivided attention, depending on how it's counter-programmed on NXT. <laughs> so it all depends on that. And uh, now in our main event, John Moxley beat Santana. Um, I for <laughs> One with the paradigm shift. Uh, and then the whole inner circle beat down Moxley. And then Jeff Cobb came out. Uh, Jeff Cobb looks like a, a Polynesian rhino. Looks just like a Polynesian rhino. That's that's, that's a decent sign, though. Jeff Cobb, that's that's a decent sign. Uh, and so they all stood over Moxley at the end of the show. Uh, that show, it was what it was. Not not too not too big on on the show too much this week. Uh, I just want to know what y'all saw in last week's episode that I didn't see. Um, break it down, break it down. The Cody, the Cody MJF lashing segment. Uh, have not gotten to talk about this just yet, so I'm gonna talk about it now, man. Uh, shit was way too long, bro. I, I don't think it was necessary. Like, I gotta get my, I gotta get whipped with a belt by this, just to. That, hey, that's Cody. I don't now, what, what, what is it about Cody Rose that y'all see? Now, I don't th- see. This is what I want to say about the segment, okay? To me, I think the segment was great. It was just the reasoning for this segment is extremely stupid. You know what I mean? Because it's for a match, not against MJF. The match against against Wardlow. You know what I'm saying? And he's still caged. It's not like you're – it's not like – in my mind, if I would have did it some type of way, uh, I would have kayfabed the crap out of that. MJF somehow gets some type of ownership or – whatever of AEW and you're doing this for your company or you, at least a title, some a, AEW title, get in the picture, something like that. But, you know, I think they wasted – I think the segment was pretty good. I think they wasted that pretty good segment all because Cody – And this is, what I, this is what I was telling you, man, uh, the other day. Yeah. This is what I was telling you. They, 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 they blew their load with this too soon yeah. at – was it full year when the yeah. MJF turned on Cody? They did that way too soon. Like you could have probably did it coming up now yep. and then have them have their match at double or nothing. And they just would have been fine if you would have yeah. just waited a couple months. But you blew your load with that story way too soon. And now you're just twiddling your thumbs until they can have the match, which is probably going to be at double or nothing. Right. Because that storyline was important with Cody, but. AEW just re- like was it's it's still very fair like recent so it was like we you never gonna fight for the title again I think they could have pushed Cody and Jericho for a, for a while you know what I'm saying yeah and uh, have that little feud going and then you have them do something maybe even at double or nothing you had them turn you know like you know for the next I, I initially was 
So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened, bro. Um, I had to film for one of my classes on the night of full year. And so uh, I did not get to see the main event. I was watching the rest of the show prior to that. And then the main event, I just had to leave and I didn't see what happened. And so uh, I'm sitting here, think I, I go and kind of look at the results and I see that Cody lost to Jericho. It said after MJF threw in the towel, and like it didn't really go into detail exactly what yeah. happened. It just said he threw in the towel. So I'm thinking like, oh, he's they probably gonna have it be like him, him be you know apologetic to Cody, all this, and yeah, him kissing Cody's ass for a couple months, and then he turned on him at a uh, at double or nothing or something. Yep. That's, I get home and I see the MJF and turned on him already. I'm like, why? Like, what for? Yeah. And so now I'm like, all right, what are they going to do now? Because they're going to have these two fight eventually. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the thing I, just, I just think they, I just think they did it too soon. And now it, I was, I, I cared about it at first because it's, it's wrestling, bro. You know, sometimes in wrestling, you just know how it's going to go, which is fine. It's just, it's, it's the, the it's the process. It's the yeah. process that gets there. That's interesting. Even right. if you know how it's going to end, it's just how they get there, the 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 ride that you go along. And I was really interested in going along for the ride. Like, this is one of the few things, uh, AW uh, at this early point in stage, that interests me, like, genuinely interests me was this feud. And then they just kind of... <clears throat> extremely fast with it. Yeah, I feel And now it. I don't really care. And now yeah. it just seems like they're just dragging their feet along until they can kind of... All right, let's really get this in motion. But so I don't, I don't really care at this point. Right, right. I feel it. But now with the the whole the thing with Cody, what everybody loves about Cody, um, to me, I feel like he, he almost, I don't want to say brought wrestling back, but he's the face of the guy that made everything good. It might not be him in particular, but he was he's in the front line of. Mm-hmm. You know when he when he went to when he went when he went on the indie scene and you know it was like damn I ain't been interested in Cody Rose in like years. And you he, know, and that's the crazy part. Like Cody Rose was never interesting to me really at all, As, yeah. aside from like the dashing stuff. Like that was kind of cool. I messed with that. What he had like the and legacy, for the face man, mask. Yeah, legacy. Yeah, dashing. Like, I, I mean, if, aside from aside from Randy Orton, I wasn't really big on legacy. And then I always thought Ted DiBiase had more potential. Than Cody, really? Like I think, uh, I, no, I don't think it was Cody. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was Davy Boy Junior. Actually, okay, who made his debut in my like he made his debut on TV in uh in my hometown Omaha. I was there. Mm-hmm. I was I think I was the only one who knew who the who Harry Smith was <laughs> in that <laughs> whole crowd. He came out the complete silence. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Cody though. Uh, couldn't remember if it was him or Cody, but it wasn't Cody. But I do remember when Cody first debuted, and I, I remember like they would call him uh, instead of Cody Rose, they would call him uh, C A W D Rose, like Cody Rose, like C A W oh, creator okay. wrestler. Yeah, he was like a creative wrestler. He was so generic. He had like the generic little blue tights, and he had like the black yep. tights. He just he didn't have this look to him. And, with the at one elbow sleeve and all that. Yeah, it it wasn't until the dashing stuff that he kind of he like brought back the white intercontinental championship and yeah. he did the the whole like dashing Cody Rhodes 
which was really, really fun. But I never looked at Cody as anything more than a, a mid-carder. Yeah. And, I, and, and at this point, he's – I still don't see it. I, I, don't, I don't see anything other than a guy in a mid-carder. And then the fact that this is his own company, too. Yeah. It's just kind of like – yeah, I think I Jeff think Jarrett wouldn't have been a world champion in the 2000s if it wasn't his own company, neither. I think with 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 Cody, because me personally, I was never interested in Cody in WWE. Like, no matter what, it's what caught me is when he came onto the indie scene and he had these matches with you know uh, Okada and then you know Kenny and uh, when he went to New Japan and he 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 did his thing. Like, I I thought that was extremely dope and. Then he comes with this idea of, yo, let's have, you know, a second promotion. You know, let's do this. And mind you, he, he did join my favorite faction. So it was like, made it a little bit easier for me to actually care about him now. And he was saying stuff that, you know, us fans that was really not feeling WWE at the time was feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we sat through all this stuff. Like, they... We obviously just Vince has a genius mind. Triple H has a genius mind, but they was at the top so much where it was like, we know y'all want this, but hey, it's our company. We're gonna do it this way. And we was like, ah, forget that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I felt my love of indie wrestling and start watching all this stuff. And to see AEW come aboard and like he's the he he's the front. I think he's just the face. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's uh Cody Rhodes is one of the best wrestlers of all time. I think it's just like, yo, this dude had the brain and ideas to get hang out, get with these group of guys and getting some contact with Tony Khan and all that and gave us AEW, which gave us great Wednesday night wrestling that made even even WWE has gotten better be- to me because of it. Because give honestly, Cody that he inherited his dad's brain. Yeah, I mean, like, you gave us an extra option. Now it's better wrestling for all wrestling fans because now New Japan has to step their game up because you don't have the Bullet Club to really back no more. Uh, Ring of Honor, like, would have damn near went out of business if if Marty didn't sign back again. And now you have AEW, another company we can watch for people who just can't stand at WWE no more. We we got options. And honestly, we're having a lot. The NWA came back is having a great show. Like. I think it's it's just what what he meant. It's bringing back the old theme song, though, fam. Yeah, yes, please. But yeah, I think that's what people get with Cody. Let me get Cody Rose one more year to win me over, and then I'm about to just start spewing a whole bunch of anti-Cody propaganda in 2021 <laughs> if I don't see it. So well, he wrestles like like an old guy. So true. Yeah. So he he got some longevity. It. Any of in, in the ring content with him would make you like him, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't feel like talking about SmackDown and Raw one because SmackDown just seemed like a repeat show, yeah. Uh, for SmackDown seemed like the same show for the last three weeks, it just hey, 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 did some hey. different stuff. They got they, they Raw the, on the other hand, they on the big stage now, you know what I'm saying? They hey, did switch roles, but Raw on the other hand has been good the last. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, this past week wasn't as good as the last few, but it was still good. Yeah. Uh, Want to talk about Raw? We can throw it in there. Yeah, let's, go. let's talk about Raw, man. Monday Night Raw, hailing from. <laughs> it's true. I ate before the show, man. I was over here bashing. <laughs> uh, I, 
I forgot where Raw was at this past week, but uh, it was in a it was in Southern California, Ontario, Cali. Um, okay. It started off. Uh, Seth Rollins came out, you know, did his usual spiel. Uh, got into a brawl uh, with the uh, Monday Night Messiah, his uh, disciples, AOP, and uh, Buddy Murphy. I still call him Buddy Murphy. Yes. Because they took away his first yeah. name again. This is the second time his first name has been taken away. Do you think they should give them, like, an official name? They should have a name for that group, because I'm kind of tired of calling them Seth Rollins and his disciples. Yeah. They give them a name. But, uh, yeah, they got into it with uh, Kevin Owens and the Viking Raiders, and then Samoa Joe uh, had braids in his hair for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why. But, yeah, got an (laughs) eight-man match uh, in the main event, so that should be cool. Uh, Becky Becky Lynch comes out uh, while while the men are in the ring doing their own thing, and Becky Lynch just comes out and be like, "Hey, fam, it's my time." And yeah, like, you're right. I like that. Hey, I, li- I like that feel. Yeah, that's dope. Like, like cause, yo, because because they don't they don't force it either. It'll be like, oh, she's a woman, and she came out and, and interrupted the men. They just let it happen naturally. It's just like Becky's that dude. Like she's she, like she, she that man. She the man. She was like, yeah, hey, bro, come on, man. And Kevin Owens just, like, gave a shrug and be like, I guess it's time for me to get out of here. <laughs> I love uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Becky Lynch uh, beat Oscar. They got, like, 30 minutes, like, in this whole thing. Uh-huh. It seemed like a really good match, really good TV match. Uh, it was first match of the night. Uh, Becky won clean, kind of wasn't surprised at that. Uh, and immediately after the match, gets attacked by Shayna Baszler. I think everybody called that. And uh, Shayna, B. Shayna Baszler bites, uh, tries yeah, to bite what is up with Becky's that? head off. What? Uh, and uh, people were talking about she's a vampire, and I don't think it's that. I think it's just showing how dangerous of a you know how dangerous of a person Shayna Baszler can be. Uh, she's been training with Mike Tyson. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna go biting too many different people. Uh, shout not. out, shout out to Gang Grill. Uh, I posted a picture uh, a side by side of Shayna Baszler with the blood in her mouth, and then Gang Grill with blood in his mouth. And uh, Gang Grill liked the post on uh, on Instagram. So uh, shout, shout out to the shout out to Gang Grill, man. Uh, the blood Gang Grill was up. my favorite music growing up. Oh man. Yeah, we got to get into these theme songs, yo. <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about some theme songs next week, man. Yeah. Um, elsewhere on the show, uh, Street Profits made quick work of Mojo Rawley and Riddick Moss uh, after the match. Uh, why Riddick are they, Moss why are they even on the show? turns on him and uh, wins the 24-7 time. Who the hell is Riddick Moss? Uh, Riddick Moss was in NXT. For um, how long? I don't know. Uh, I just know he was in NXT. Um, what did he do? <laughs> Nothing notable, but I know he was on TV a few times. Okay. Nothing notable, though. Did he play um, football? I think he might have played football with Mojo Raleigh because I think they're friends in real life. <laughs> uh, and this was a welcome surprise. Uh, MVP is back again. Hey, uh, you was right. You was right. I don't think he's back full time, but it just haven't made some appearances here and there. But he here, he he's been here for what three weeks now? Uh, three three shows. He's worked three, three shows. Sh- what they talking about? They was acting like he was leaving last week, but he came back. He ain't got to be wrestling to be full time. 
Yes, ho- hopefully he back uh, a little bit more now. It's good to see him on TV. Yeah. I, I remember they showed him uh, backstage playing poker with the APA Let it be during, a the, uh, during the 25th anniversary show. Yeah. I remember he was announced for it, but they didn't have him do anything but play poker with the APA. And I was kind of disappointed. So it's good to see him back. Uh, he did the uh, the VIP lounge, and he, he was kind of cocky a little bit. He was like, hey, fam, Drew, you ain't really you ain't really about that life. You need me around. He was basically trying to get him to be uh, the Paul Heyman to Drew McIntyre's Brock Lesnar. Mm. And uh, Drew was like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm good, bro. And Clay, Claymore kicked him over his couch. How you going to come in another man's house and kick him over his couch, bro? Hey, man. This is and my it, house. And it's, it was a black man, too, on Black History. You know, <laughs> it was some BS. And then he did the balling, like Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. Never thought I would see that before. I, I really like that Drew McIntyre is showing a lot more personality recently. Yeah. Like, this is dope to see. He's not just the big grizzly, or I'm Scottish. Yeah. I like the fight. <laughs> yeah, he's not that. He's he fun. He's he a fun guy. He's a... Uh, He's showing a lot more personality, and it's good to see. Uh, Andrew Garza beat uh, Cedric Alexander, got attacked by Humberto Carrillo before the match, and then uh, Andrew Garza gets the win. Uh, Rhea Ripley shows up, and Sarah Logan's like, hey, fam, what you doing here? And then Rhea Ripley's like, who are you? And then Sarah (laughs) Logan comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, I give to Sarah Logan for cutting the promo uh, just because she didn't really do that good. like, don't disrespect me, son. But she comes out here like, hey, fam, like, who this bitch coming up on my show? Like, how you, uh, you was mad, you was mad last week, Charlotte came on your show, and then you gonna come on our show. Right. But, uh, yeah, she challenged Rhea Ripley to a match. Rhea Ripley came out, made quick work of her. Uh, Charlotte comes out on the stage, and Rhea Ripley's like, hey, so, uh, we, you know, we gonna squab at WrestleMania or not? And Charlotte's right. like, Fuck off, fam. I don't get it. Get out of here. Uh, Ricochet and Bobby Lashley had a really, really good match. Um, Ricochet is going to face Brock Lesnar at the Oil Rumble in a couple weeks. I'm trying to find a way to be able to watch that without going to class. Okay. I'm going to try to find – that's the worst thing about these shows. They they take place during the day when I have stuff to do and I can't watch it. Yeah. Cause then I'm gonna prioritize wrestling over like my actual obligations, and that's not that's not a good thing to do. But I do it anyway. But it was a fun match, regardless, though, man. And so Ricochet and Brock Lesnar is gonna, uh, it's probably gonna be like every other Brock Lesnar small guy match. So good, but short. So that's fine. Um, Randy Orton comes out and uh, kind of explains why. He uh, did what he did to Edge. I don't think he really got a chance to explain it because Matt Hardy comes out. And uh, if you know Matt Hardy's history with Edge, it's, uh, it's a little bumpy. And uh, and Matt Hardy knows that, but he can't sit back and watch uh, a guy who he, uh, he's been battles with and has uh, had a really long history with who he's actually friends with now. Um, thank God. For, yeah, thank God. Lita um, took the L out of out of everybody. Let's be honey. Low key, Edge and Matt Hardy got married 
you know, had kids. <laughs> she's still just chilling. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what Lita doing. I don't know if she started a family or not, but she kind of low-key. Like, she chilling. Like yeah. She, yeah, she low-key chilling. Um, Randy Orton tried to hit Matt Hardy with an RKO, and Matt Hardy was like, hey, no, nah, no, nah, you ain't getting me, you know, kind of fought him off a little bit, but uh, he got him with another RKO and then uh, gave him a concerto. And that's probably the last we've seen of Matt Hardy on WWE for a while. Uh, his contract runs out at the end of the month. So, and his wife has some words. And, uh, yeah, we vote him. Yeah, we don't care about what she got to say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been rumored to show up on uh, AEW soon as the leader of the Dark Order. Oh, that's not bad. We'll see what they do with that. I'm not going to – I'm going to give it a chance, but I ain't going to shit on it right now. But I'm gonna give it a chance. See, they kind of they kind of teased Christopher Daniels this week too. Yeah, when he left mid match to go confront a team with more guys than he has, and yeah, that was pretty stupid. But yeah, listen, AEW do some dumbass shit. If people <laughs> don't admit it, this this is one of my issues. I'm I'm gonna get back to this raw real quick, but just let I me mean, listen. AEW they they do some dumb shit. Just, WWE do some dumb shit too. Here's my issue. People don't like to point out the dumb shit AEW do. And oh, yeah, I put on everything. Somebody does point it out, they like to make excuses over it. Whereas, like, a lot of dumb shit WWE does is, is like, everybody knows it's dumb, but it kind of makes sense sometimes. Because I was looking, I'm like, wait, why would he go to the back? By, where it's more, yeah, where it's more of them. When he could just stay out here, if they do come out, y'all could fight them together. Like, I don't know, but I'm like I said, I'm going to give it a chance. Um, Moving on, uh, got some stuff for Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Alistair Black uh, defeats Akira Tozawa with a black mask. Probably one of the best black masses I've seen in a while. Okay. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. Uh, it helps that Akira Tozawa knows how to sell like crazy. Um, so here, here's some stuff with the Becky Lynch. So after, after Becky Lynch uh, got her neck bit off by Shayna Baszler, uh, they tell her she needs to go to the... Uh, as WWE likes to call it a local medical facility. They don't like to call it a hospital for some reason. Call it a local <laughs> medical facility. Uh, so go to the local medical facility. Becky said, fine, I'll go. And then she ends up stealing the ambulance like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, drives herself to the hospital. Drives the ambulance back to the arena. <laughs> Listen, it's wrestling. It's silly as hell. She didn't go nowhere, guys. <laughs> but she, she came back to a hospital. <laughs> She came back bandaged, and it comes out and cuts a promo on Shayna Baszler. Uh, my, my main issue with this is you kind of, like, you make Shayna Baszler look extremely strong because she comes in biting and, and bloodying up people. Yeah, I hope they just don't But then you just have fight. Becky just walk out and then walk back in. Like, you should have Becky be off TV for about a week and then I have mean, her do it. They're trying to make her as the female Stone Cold. You don't have to make Becky Lynch look strong. Like, you don't have to do it. This, this, this is what this is what almost killed Becky Lynch last year, leading up to WrestleMania, is that they tried to do too much mm -hmm. to to make her look strong. You don't got to do that, bro. We love we love Becky Lynch. Like, even, oh yeah, even still to this point, she's been champion for ten almost. months now. Oh yeah, almost a year. She's been champion over ten months now. Yeah, and the crowd still love her. The fans still love her. 
So you don't have to do all this goofy stuff to try to make her look strong. Like she already looks strong. This chain of base you need to make look strong and assert herself. You know, they're gonna, they gonna push the MMA. She knows you know, but, but as we know, like, you know, we know Shayna Baszler is a killer. If you follow WWE's product canonly, I don't know if that's a word, canonly. Um sound like one. Hey, canonly, YK wrestling dictionary. Yeah, I just made up a new word. Uh, <laughs> so if you follow WWE's canon, you're already familiar with, with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. But if you only watch Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views on the WWE hey, Network... Ronda Rousey's friend that he used to fight in MMA. You, you've only seen Shayna Baszler probably like five times total. Yeah. Right, so yeah, you seen you saw Shayna Baszler at the Rumble. You saw her attack Becky. You saw her on a few episodes leading up to Survivor Series. So you've probably seen her maybe like a total like six times. Yeah. So you... For for those who may not be familiar with her, you might have some some casual watchers who only watch around this time of year. And after right. WrestleMania, they check back out. So they didn't see Survivor Series. They probably don't know who this is. So they see somebody come in. They might have watched the Rumble, and they'd be like, oh, I remember her from the Royal Rumble. Oh, wow, she are biting people? What's wrong with her? Huh. What happened in her life? Well, you gotta make her look stronger. So uh, I think yeah. they they low key kind of dropped the ball a little bit by not making Shayna Baszler look completely strong, and you have to focus on making Becky look strong at all times. And uh, yeah, just like like after they won that Survivor Series, she had to like drop Shayna through a table or some shit. And, like yeah, why did Becky have to stand tall at yeah. the Survivor Series yeah, after man. Shayna just won? It was made, it was pretty unnecessary. Made no sense. So it's a little bit just some, those those little things WWE does sometimes it just chill out. Just chill out when it comes to Becky. We don't need that. <laughs> uh, and then in the main event, um Seth Rollins and his disciples get the win over Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and the Viking Raiders. So uh, I don't know where they go from from there. Uh, you know what's really pretty? Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins have been feuding since the day after Survivor Series. And that night is the only singles match they've had this whole time they've been feuding. Really? Yeah. Interesting fun fact. Yeah. Interesting fun fact. Um... That's raw. Uh, yeah. That's all I got, man. Um, Mark Henry? Well, that's all I have for raw. Oh, uh, I'm about to say. I'm about to say show over. <laughs> the show is not over. Uh, uh, it is Black History Month. And so what I want to do for uh, the rest of these episodes we will have in Black History Month, uh, what I've been doing on Instagram, uh, I've been compiling a bunch of uh, black wrestling history. Yo, want people to are loving that too, yo. Yeah, uh, it's dope because, uh, one, I am I started off by trying to do, like, bi- like these biographies about these people. Just so you may not know much about these people's lives. And I just yeah. got bored and lazy. I don't got, I, I ain't had the time to do it. Like, I had to research. And, I don't think nobody's going to read all that stuff. Anymore. Yeah, well, people ain't about to read this long-ass caption. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so recently, I've just been putting, like, the accomplishments and just leaving it at that. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> Sample. <laughs> but uh, we're we going to read this, Uh, you know, I 
I typed out this long-winded Mark Henry biography, and I'm going to read this shit off here on the okay. show today. Because uh, as we mentioned before, we met Mark Henry last year at, uh, at StarCast. He's a really nice guy. He's one of the nicest guys uh, as wrestlers I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that also shows he's, he's you know, uh, Paul's <clears throat> teddy bear. Um <laughs> This is my first and last time calling another man a teddy bear. Please. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, some black wrestling history, man. Uh, Mark Henry, uh, growing up, huge wrestling fan in Sillsby, Texas. Uh, it was only a matter of time before Mark Henry would find his way into the square circle. Uh, he was dubbed the world's strongest teenager in high school. Um, he was strong as hell as a 16-year-old. And uh, he graduated a three-time state powerlifting champion in Texas. Uh, yeah, state yeah. and national records in the squat, bench press, deadlift, as well as total weight. Uh, in high school, he was convinced by legendary powerlifter Terry Todd to train in Olympic weightlifting after high school. And uh, once he did that, you know, it's crazy. He broke four national records in only eight months of Olympic weightlifting training. Good Lord. <laughs> that is incredible. Uh, what did he eat? Nails? Bruh. <laughs> he was just, he just. What did that born, mean? Born big and strong. Cow manure? What did he eat? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, he represented the United States in the Olympics in 1992 and 1996. Uh I don't think he placed higher than I want to say eleventh either mm-hmm. year. Um, he would eventually join uh, the World Wrestling Federation in 1996. Uh, his debut match was against Jerry Lawler uh, at an In Your House pay per view, where he ended up getting the win. Um, Mark Henry suffered some injuries a little bit here and there. Uh, had to go down for some training and developmental a little bit. And uh, through most of 1998, uh, he became a staple member of the Nation of Domination. Hey. Uh, once the nation disbanded, he developed his sexual chocolate gimmick, uh, which we all uh, remember uh, led to Mae Young giving birth to a hand on the screen. <laughs> uh, hey, it's a hand. What Vince say? It's a hand. <laughs> Uh, so not not all of the Attitude Era was good, fam. No. But uh, in the early 2000s, after uh, the uh, death of his mother, he started training for the Arnold Strongman Classic because he wanted to be the world's strongest man. And uh, he eventually, uh, you know, ended up receiving that title, the world's strongest man. So shout out to Mark Henry, man. So uh, you gonna get shit. Following uh, his full time return to WWE after uh, you know competing in the Arnold Strongman Classic, he began a run of dominance over the brands on SmackDown, uh, starting uh, with some some beef with the Undertaker in late 2005, early 06. Uh, they had a match at, uh, at WrestleMania, a uh, casket match, which he lost. It was a uh, Mark, yeah, Mark Henry <laughs> lost, and that was Undertaker's. 14th win at WrestleMania, I want to say. Uh, over the next few years, uh, Mark Henry would go on to win the ECW Championships uh, and the World Heavyweight Championship, 
leading to his Hall of Pain run in 2011, which is some of the best character work uh, I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Mark Henry was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2018. Uh, I just want to say this one thing. Mark Henry has the best theme song in wrestling uh, for a few reasons. One, it is the only theme song in professional wrestling, uh, original theme song I can think of performed by 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Academy Award winners, 3-6 Mafia. Yes, sir. Um, plus the fact that the song tells you somebody going to get their ass kicked and then he will go <laughs> out there and kick somebody's ass. So let me just say, shit split. <laughs> it's the hardest song. I was listening to the song the other day too. I was out here getting hyped because, like, listen, <laughs> if you actually sit and listen to the song, you will get hype off of that. Like the first minute is just them building up to talking about kicking somebody's ass. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just this build up to it and it's the best music uh the best theme song i've ever heard in my life uh and mark henry is the nicest guy uh nicest wrestler i ever met uh i told him because you know remember mark henry used to have like the yeah yeah hair. i don't know what i don't know if they was like twisties or like braids or what i got the same type of hair i got a beard like mark henry too oh my god and so everybody used to say I look like Mark Henry when I was little. Mm-hmm. And so I met Mark. I told him that. I was like, man, Mark, everybody used to tell me we look like when I was little. He was like, man, they was just trying to say you was handsome. That's all. <laughs> so shout out to Mark Henry. Cool dude, man. Um, we, I'm going to have a showcase, uh, not showcase, a spotlight uh, next week of somebody else I haven't decided yet. But I just want to give a – I gotta get my flowers and Mark Henry, man. Shout we got our flowers. Yeah, our flowers are truth a few weeks ago. And so yes, we got our flowers to Mark Henry. And uh giving our flowers to all uh black wrestlers in America as well. Uh shout out to uh Asia Smith, uh otherwise known as Asia Pereira. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh first ever black woman referee in WWE history. Oh, snap. Shout okay. out to her, man. I just I actually just found out about her a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh I seen she was a black a black wrestler, a black woman's wrestler at that. So I was like, I gotta check her out, follow her. And then she ends All up right. getting signed to the WWE. So hey. uh, it's dope, man. Do your thing. Crunk ain't Shout dead. Out. Hey, crunk ain't dead. Hey, <laughs> that song be having me hype. He just That's threw like, Lil John them on the remix. Lil John Juicy J. Who who else is on that? Uh, Project Pat, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's hard. That's a hard song. Duke Deuce is really slept on. He and he, yeah, I found out because because of that uh, that video. Uh, it was like the first part of Crunk Ain't Dead, and it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I seen that as a meme on Twitter, oh, and I was like, this song is hard. Yeah, he had another one before that, though. Yeah. I don't know, I'm about to check it out, man. You um, gotta check out Duke Deuce. Cause I only know Crunk Ain't Dead. That's my that's my stuff though. Crunk Ain't um, Dead, Crunk Ain't Dead. Like when you said Three Six Mafia, that's the first thing I thought of. He got a song called Yeah. Yeah, go go listen to that one. Go watch the video. Like his videos are entertaining. Watch the video. Uh, so like you know we said we having a theme song. I just want to say, uh, WWE's Reckless Intent CD is probably one of my favorite wrestling theme song CDs. Is that on streaming networks? Uh, yeah, it is. I'll be listening to it sometimes. 
it has it has it has a three six mafia song and it has a silk the shocker song on it. Okay, that's, that's incredible. It's, they got it's John not, Cena albums on here. I haven't listened to these since I was like. That was the first album I ever bought with my own money. <laughs> it was a di- I, we talked about More this life. before. It was a damn near tornado outside. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure I got that CD. This bed is wild. Listen to it the whole night. Uh, speaking of John Cena, man, uh, I was watching hey. backstage last night. Uh, it was one of my first times I get to watch backstage because I'll be forgetting about it or it's usually uh, delayed by like 15, 20 minutes by something I was on before, usually yeah. Big East basketball. Uh, in this case, it was a dog show. If you remember back in the day, WWE would like get pushed off of their own channel for the dog yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> you crazy piss me off. We gotta turn to CNBC. Like, I wanna watch it over here. I wanna watch it on USA. Uh, <laughs> so I'm watching backstage and they're like, we have some breaking news. And I was like, oh, what the breaking news is. And they showed John Cena. And I got hyped. Like, I got hyped like a little kid. <laughs> uh, John Cena is my favorite dude. Like, I'm so happy to see John Cena coming back. Uh, John Cena will be back on SmackDown on February 28th. Uh, the day after the Saudi Arabia show, uh, people forget that's where that's where Cena became Cena. Yeah, he became Cena on SmackDown and then yeah. went to Raw. It was actually a point in time when they when they first switched Batista and John Cena. It seemed uh-huh. weird. Yeah. And now looking back on it, it seems weird to think that they would be on other shows. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, uh, John Cena's back, man. What what's John Cena gonna do? Uh, is is he, is he gonna announce like some WrestleMania plans, or he's just promoting the movie? He's just gonna show it one week, and that's all we gonna see of him. I hope we don't get to that point. I hope he actually gets in the ring, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see him go one on one with the great one, the Fiend. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, the great Fiend. minds, great minds. <laughs> Great minds think alike because listen, man. Uh, yesterday before I went to sleep, you know, my mind was running and like I'm just dozing off thinking about wrestling, and then some like, idea struck my mind. I was like, I gotta write this down before I forget it. I need to write it down <laughs> and talk about it when we record the show. Uh, John Cena versus the Fiend, oh, man, at WrestleMania. And low key, the Fiend has to win. And the fiend has to go over. Yes. And then John Cena reverts back to the doctor of thugonomics. <laughs> or and we or just start getting rap battles. He becomes the Hollywood guy who we only see him like when he's promoting a movie. The so, same person. The so same person. The same person he didn't want the rock to be. Well, yeah, currently, but like he still it's, but, he still feel like John Cena be around, but it's just like he don't. No, I'm I'm only halfway serious about the Doctor of Thugonomics coming back. Like we got to see the Doctor of Thugonomics at WrestleMania last year for about ten minutes. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and I wouldn't mind it being like you know him coming back for you know SummerSlam and just rapping again and you know possibly turning heel. Uh, but all fantasy booking aside, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the Fiend only targets people he's had history with. Right. 
and he has history with John Cena. Last time John Cena had a world championship, he lost it to Bray yeah. Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, three years ago today, actually. Well, then again, don't he just need one more to break Ric Flair's uh, streak? He needs one more w- championship to w- break w- the, the record. Uh, 16 championships. So Man, he got, has that. We got to stop giving these guys our ideas. You John know? Cena got the same God, amount of championships right. as my Lakers, and I would like to see both of them win one more this year. Yeah. yeah. John Cena, man. Um, there's so many, so so many different options for him, but uh, the fiend gotta have it. I think that's perfect. That's perfect, man. You know what else is perfect? What? This week's episode. It's a wrap. Yes. Uh, anything else, man? Nah, man. Uh, like I always say, get blessed, money, not stress, money. <laughs> like I always say, man. Always speak your peace, man. Um, in the End of an era officially today was the end of an era. What's the what what's the end of what era? Speak your peace. I'll tell you off 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 this. All right, all right, bet. Uh yeah, you already know where to find us, man. At YK Wrestling Everywhere at YK Sports 2-3. Uh yes, sir. You like the episode, you did like the episode, let us know, man. Uh you can follow me on Instagram, iContra underscore. You can follow Malik at his socials. Malik.lv Instagram. That's it. Yeah. And we out of here, man. Why care wrestling? Gone.